It's Friday, December 17th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Most Americans should be given the Pfizer or Moderna vaccines instead of the Johnson & Johnson shot that can cause rare but serious blood clots, U.S. health officials said Thursday. The strange clotting problem has caused nine confirmed deaths after the J&J vaccinations, while the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines don't come with that risk and also appear more effective, said advisors to the CDC. The panel recommended the unusual move of giving preference to the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines, and late Thursday, the CDC's director, Dr. Rochelle Walensky, accepted the panel's advice. Until now, the U.S. has treated all three COVID-19 vaccines available to Americans as an equal choice, since large studies found they all offered strong protection and early supplies were limited. More than 200 million Americans are considered fully vaccinated, including about 16 million who got the J&J shot. New data from unprecedented safety tracking of all those vaccinations persuaded the panel that while the blood clots linked to the Johnson & Johnson vaccine remain very rare, they are still occurring and not just in younger women as originally thought. In a unanimous vote, the advisors decided the safer Pfizer and Moderna vaccines are preferred. In other news, more than 60,000 Afghan interpreters and others who have applied for visas to seek shelter in the U.S. after working alongside American forces still remain in Afghanistan, a State Department official said Thursday. About 33,000 Afghans, including principal applicants and their families, have already cleared the more onerous vetting requirements and could be eligible for immediate evacuation. This is the first time that the State Department has provided a number on those left behind since the Afghanistan government collapsed this summer. A total of 62,000 Afghans are believed to have been left behind. U.S. evacuation flights, facilitated by Qatar and local organizers on the ground, have stepped up in recent weeks. Seats are prioritized for Americans and U.S. residents, but some are available for Afghans who have cleared vetting in the visa application process. The U.S. is co-organizing a couple of flights a week, but scheduling depends on conditions at Kabul Airport, which is only partly operational, and the weather. In other health-related news, after a surge in COVID-19 cases that has sidelined over 100 players in just a few days, the National Football League is dusting off and re-implementing familiar coronavirus protocols with a significant twist that reflects the current vaccinated era of the pandemic. As the virus sweeps through vaccinated rosters, imperiling whole teams at a crucial moment in the season, the league is tightening rules for employees' masks, meals, and meetings with the aim of curbing the spread of the virus and reducing the number of positive tests that have sidelined key players even when they feel healthy. The league will let vaccinated people without symptoms return to the field following a positive test faster than ever, as soon as one day after testing positive. The league is attempting to make a more fine-tuned approach based on testing data to determine when a player can safely return. And Haitian kidnappers released the remaining 12 missionaries who were abducted two months ago, the U.S. missionary group said Thursday, ending a long hostage drama that brought to light an epidemic of kidnappings in Haiti by powerful criminal gangs. The hostages, 16 Americans and one Canadian, were abducted in October by a gang known as the 400 Mawozo. At the time of the kidnapping, the children ranged in age from 8 months to 15 years old. 
Five of the hostages were released in recent weeks, the missionary group said. Local residents found the 12 hostages alone early Thursday morning near Morna Cabri, some 13 miles north of Tatian, where the mission's headquarters are located. The residents found the hostages in good condition and immediately alerted the police. The senior police official said he didn't know whether any ransom had been paid. Seven men, four women, and a teenager made up the group free Thursday. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.